Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Please join me in the psalm. Your decrees are wonderful, therefore I obey them with all my heart. When your word goes forth, it gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant. I long for your commandments. Turn to me in mercy, as you always do to those who love your name. Steady my footsteps in your word. Let no iniquity have dominion over me. Rescue me from those who oppress me, and I will keep your commandments. Let your countenance shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears, because people do not keep your law. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love, and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, although I am only a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, 
I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond together with the song of Simeon. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds. But when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree. So that the birds of the air come and make nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous And throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So one of the things I do on Sunday afternoon, after coffee hour and starting to get ready for next week's service, is I take the service bulletin from this week and I put it into the archive mailbox in the office. I've been doing that since the beginning, as well as copies of the mailed version of the window. Because we are living in an historic time for Trinity Church and for all of us. And someday, someone will look back and they will want to see what did we do during this time of the pandemic? What were we thinking about? What was our story? 
How was God working in our lives? How were we being faithful? So they won't know everything, because these are just pieces of paper, and I do submit the ones that have my little notes in it. Um, so if somebody's really doing some research, they'll be able to see what I was thinking about in the announcements and other little notations. But it's a record. It's a way to provide some kind of a record of how God was working in this community during this unusual time of isolation. Today's story from 1 Kings is a famous story about King Solomon having a dream. And in that dream, God asks him what he would like because he's the new king. And he says that he would that he wants wisdom. He wants God to give him wisdom. And God, of course, is pleased because he doesn't ask for riches um, or power, but he asks for wisdom, a listening heart. Scholars believe that the book, the uh, the two books of Kings, were written during the period when the Israelites were in exile, so way after the story of King Solomon, or the reign of King Solomon. So he is a distant memory. So why would someone write a story about the old guys, about the old kings, in a time when people are in exile? Because stories are what sustain us. The idea was, when it looked like all hope was lost, the story of Solomon and his wisdom and his humility before God was offered as a way to encourage the people who were in exile. So although it looks like it's really a story about Solomon, it's actually a story about God. Because what God offers to Solomon in this story, in this dream that he has, is the listening heart the discerning heart, the same thing that God offers to us as we feel ourselves in exile. When we get to the gospel reading today, we have a series of stories from Jesus, parables, stories that we tell to our children and sometimes dismiss as being just stories for children. Particularly, my favorite one, the little parable about the mustard seed. Jesus tells us that the mustard seed is the tiniest of all seeds. But when it's planted, it grows into the greatest of all shrubs. So there's a little touch of humor there. And if you've ever seen, if you've ever been to the Holy Land or other places where mustard grows, it really is just kind of some scrubby-looking bushes. And it's sort of everywhere. It's kind of a weed. It looks like a weed, and it spreads. What could this possibly have to do with anything other than kind of a cute story? Well, it turns out, what I've been wondering about When Jesus tells these parables, he always says the kingdom of God is like. 
whatever. And then there's the rest of the story. So these parables are actually not about the things that are in them, but they're about God. They're to reveal things to us about God. It's a revelation, the same way the dream that Solomon had was a revelation from God. It wasn't information that he learned. It was, it was God revealing God's self and God's gifts. So let's try this on about the parable of the mustard seed. What if the mustard seed is Jesus? Jesus is the mustard seed. He comes into the world as the tiniest thing, right? A tiny baby born out in a dusty stable. No fanfare. Nobody really noticed except for the shepherds. St. John tells us that he's the word itself. He's God's word itself. But he comes as this tiny, tiny seed. And then that seed grows into the person of Jesus and he spreads the word. He spreads his word and he spreads God's love and he spreads a message of hope and salvation And it spreads just like those robust mustard shrubs. It spreads everywhere. Then he tells us that it does grow maybe sort of tree-like, or at least some birds think that it's tree-like. And so they build their nests in it. They build their nests in those mustard bushes. And I think what he might be telling us is that we can build our home in him. That's where, that's the invitation. That's where our true home is. We can hang everything we have in our lives, every concern, every love, every joy, every worry, everything. Those mustard bushes, that love of God, that proliferation of the word, is everywhere in the world waiting for us to make our home there, to make our nest there. So we have three stories today. We have the story about how we as Trinity Church are faring in the midst of the pandemic. We have Solomon asking God for a discerning heart. And we have Jesus saying, Come and build your home in me. My love is everywhere, cast all over the world. This is the place where you can hang your hat and your heart and all of your hope. So these stories are in fact all about God, all about God being present in everything, in every place, in our pandemic, in the exile of the Israelites, in that mustard bush, in the flower that you see, in the love that you experience in this community. It's all God. God is present everywhere. And may that be good news for each one of us this day. Amen.
affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not the things eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please join me in praying to God for healing and comfort, mercy, and a renewed commitment to follow Jesus, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. O God of compassion, giver of life and health, we pray your healing mercies upon all people, the sick and those who care for them, the grieving and all who comfort them in their sorrow. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for courage and wisdom for our leaders and for our church as we discern our individual role and our community's call to heal the divisions which infect our country. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask, Heavenly Father, that we be guided by your spirit of love and by our baptismal promises to respect the dignity of every human being and all of your creation. 
Help us witness to your purpose with renewed integrity. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those on our parish prayer list. Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, Barbara, Aurelie, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mart, Scott, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Linda and John, Shannon, Lydia, Bill, Paul, Ellen, Will, Peter, Nancy, Marjorie, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Joan, Caroline, Margot, Gina, James, Betty Ann, Barbara, Sue, Justin, Jim, Rick, Carol and John, Christopher and Heidi, Peter, Marie and William, and all those you name now. And we pray for those who have died. May they rest in the joys of heaven in God's loving embrace. Lord, hear our prayer. Mercifully accept these our prayers, O God of all comfort, and our only help in time of need. Amen. Good morning, friends. It's wonderful to be with you. I look forward to seeing your faces at coffee hour following this service. Uh, of just a few announcements. We are hard at work this week uh, creating version three of our Lord's Prayer mashup with some of our young people. So look for that next week. I know some of you have missed seeing young faces and we are excited that we'll be able to offer um, a new version next week from people who have volunteered to pray together. And John will put it together in the, uh, in the mashup style. You might note at the end of the uh, of this bulletin, um, I've listed all of the people on our lay Eucharistic visitor team. And you might wonder, how do we have lay Eucharistic visitors during a time when we can't visit? But this wonderful team of folks led by Ernie Stewart has been making phone calls every Sunday to our usual homebound people who we take communion to, and they've been doing a shortened version of morning prayer with them over the phone. So that love and that uh, connection and that ministry continues. So be sure to um, read the names and pray for those folks and all of the folks that they visit at this time over the phone. Thank you for that. And finally, we had a huge success with, with the Be Love grocery um, ministry that happened. We raised enough money to cover the week of groceries that we provided, and we raised enough money to actually send them money for another week worth of groceries. So thank you to all who participated in that. It was a tremendous outpouring of love and uh, was really excited to be able to, to send that money to St. Stephen's and uh, share the love and the food from Trinity. So thank you. 
We're so blessed even in these complicated times, so we offer together the words of the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.